Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The crowd began to file out. Randy Lane had hurried forward. Aunt Mary watched his son take Kit's hand in his. She saw Kit speak quickly to the judge, and a moment later, Randy and Kit disappeared through a door which led to the judge's chambers adjoining the courtroom. Now Mary Lane walked slowly down the corridor, thinking of the bond which exists between her son and his childhood playmate. But Aunt Mary doesn't know of a pledge the young man has made, the promise that he will wait until Ben Calvert's daughter returns from prison. As she pauses outside the big swinging door which opens on the corridor, a pleasant man in his early 30s comes through. Oh, I'm glad I caught you, Mrs. Lane. Hello, Dr. Larrabee. I was hoping to have a word with you before you got away. Are you in a hurry? Why, no, I'm waiting for Randy. He's in saying goodbye to Kit. Oh, good. Then let's sit down on this bench for a minute, huh? Shall we? All right. Yeah. Well, it's all over anyway. One to three years. Oh, it could have been a lot worse. Yes, indeed. When I heard Gerald Craig demanding the maximum sentence, well, I was afraid Judge Willoughby might very well give it to her. Angus McKillop made a very fine plea for leniency, though. Didn't Angus do a splendid job? I was sure he would when he made up his mind to accept the case. Well, Mr. Bowman told me you were responsible for him accepting it. <laughs> Angus would probably tell you that I nagged him into it. <laughs> but seriously, I was convinced that if Angus would talk to Kit, he'd see how much she's changed and want to help her. Well, thank heaven he did. He's a very compelling speaker. I uh, noticed Ben Calvert and his wife in the courtroom today. Did you see them? Yes. I really didn't think he'd have the nerve to show up considering he was responsible for talking the district attorney into hurrying up the trial. But I guess I shouldn't have been surprised. Well, Dr. Larrabee, from what I know of Ben, I'm sure he has justified his action, at least to himself. He's always been able to convince himself he's in the right, regardless of how wrong he might seem to everyone else. Yeah, remarkable, the capacity for self-justification <laughs> in a man of Calvert's type. At any rate, I'm quite sure Ben's presence there didn't faze Kit. Wasn't it wonderful the way she carried herself all through this ordeal? You ought to be very proud, Doctor. No, Mrs. Lane. I think it's your son, Randy, who should be proud. <laughs> not, not that I'm belittling myself or psychiatry, but in this case, what Miss Calvert needed was a friend. Someone to kindle the desire to get well. No, no, I'm afraid it would have taken me months to accomplish what Randy did in weeks. But it was you who uncovered the key to Kit's problem. So you see... You both contributed something Kit needed. Uh, about Randy. I, um, I was thinking of something Miss Calvert told me this morning, just before she left the sanitarium to come over here. Oh? She was so confident she'd be able to get through anything that might happen from now on. When I asked her about it, she said it was because of an agreement your son had made with her. I, um, I gathered it was a promise of some kind. I wondered if Randy mentioned anything about it to you. About a promise? Well, no. Well, he, he probably will in due time. Naturally, I was curious because of the wonderful effect it had on Miss Calvert. Didn't Kit give you any idea what it was? No, no. And I asked her point blank, but she refused to tell me. Said it was confidential between herself and Randy. I think. I, uh, I got the impression she felt she had no right to discuss it without... Having Randy's permission first. Well, I imagine Randy will tell me about it in due time. But the main thing is, Kit does seem to be practically back to normal. I'm glad Randy's been able to help her. 
I guess I'm a little proud of my son. At that same moment, after saying goodbye to Kit, after repeating his solemn intention to wait until she returns from prison, Randy has left the courthouse through a side door, expecting his mother to meet him at the car. As he hurries along, the young man notices Ben and Jesse Calvert about to enter their big limousine. Randy starts to go past, but Jesse calls. Hello, Randy. Oh, uh, good afternoon, Mrs. Calvert. What's your hurry, lady? I, I'm in no hurry. Why do you ask? Oh, I thought you might want to avoid talking to me. Is there any reason why I should? Yes, because you and Dr. Larrabee took quite a beating today, didn't you? It's a matter of opinion. Come now, Randy. Don't pretend you weren't hoping to get Kid off without a prison sentence. Wasn't that why you and Larrabee cooked up this business about her being mentally ill? Cooked up? Dr. Larrabee and I didn't cook up anything. No? Believe me, Lane, I haven't forgotten the day I went over to Larrabee Sanitarium. I wanted to check on Kit's mental illness myself. <laughs> mental illness. No wonder you were so eager to hustle me out of there. I'll not forget that visit either, Mr. Calvert. You almost ruined Kit's hope of recovering. Nonsense. On the contrary. I found out there was absolutely nothing wrong with her. Don't be a fool, Calvert. It's just luck she pulled through in spite of you. There never has been anything wrong with Kit except a bad conscience. I look at her today. She's cool as a cucumber. Good thing Larrabee decided to play the game straight, though. If she'd pulled any funny business there in court today, Judge Willoughby might not have been so lenient. As it was, you think she got off easy? Well, considering how kids behave, the sentence of one to three years is very light. How would you like to be sent to prison for three years? <laughs> That's hardly to the point. No? What is the point? The point is that you and Larrabee tried to confuse everybody. And you didn't get away with it. You talk an awful lot about that. What are you trying to do? Justify to yourself what you've done? Yes, I think that's it. I think that somewhere in your mind you must know... Don't do kids... my thinking for me, Randy. And I guess you come by that naturally. You're a meddler just like your mother. What's that? And for that matter, your father was always buttoned down. Calvert, I... Let go of him, you see. I can take care of myself. If he wants to fight, I'll handle him. Huh. No, Mr. Calvert, I don't want to fight an old man. I don't want to, but... You'd better watch what you say about my mother and father. Or I may have to. Impudent young fool. I ought to... <laughs> Jesse. Uh... Ben. Ben, what is it? What... <laughs> Let me into the car, Jesse. Well, all right. <laughs> there you are. Well, that's right, Ben. Lean on my shoulder. No. There. Hold your head back, Ben. You'll have to drive, Jesse. Well, yes, of course, Ben. Uh... uh... Ben, I, I'm going to take you straight over to Dr. Lewis. No, for heaven's sake, Jesse, just start driving. I'll be all right. But start driving. Oh, well, all right. How do you feel now, Ben? I'm okay, Jesse. You scared me half to death. What is it? What... Don't fuss, Jesse, please. But you ought to let me to take you to Dr. Lewis. Have him look you over. I tell you, there's nothing. Look you over. I tell you, there's nothing. Look you over. I tell you, there's nothing. Look you over. I tell you, there's nothing wrong. It's just distort. Thinking of my daughter in prison. Goodness, you can't really mean that, Ben. When you were talking to Randy a minute ago, you. Uh, Besides, you said over and over you don't consider her your daughter anymore. I wasn't going to let Randy Lane know how ashamed I felt. 
arrogant young fool. Using that insulting tone with me. Well, then, you called him over and started the argument, you know. I couldn't stand that smug look he had on his face as he went by. Smug? That's your imagination. He didn't look smug. But anyway, it isn't natural for a person to get upset the way you do over every little thing. There must be something organically wrong with you. If only you'd let me drive over to Dr. Lewis right now. Jesse, I... I've told you over and over, my dear. There's nothing the matter. But how can you say Besides, that? Besides, I saw Lewis only, only last week, my dear. He assured me I'm in excellent shape. It's simply that Randy Lane made me angry. And I... I'm just a little tired, that's all. If you don't believe me, go and talk to Lewis yourself. He'll tell you I'm perfectly bed. Although Ben was lying, he felt perfectly safe. For he had made his position, Dr. Lewis... Pro- he had made his position, Dr. Lewis... Pro- he had made his position, Dr. Lewis promised to say nothing of the fact and want his wife to worry about him. Even frightened to know what reaction this news would create in the heart, Brett Cameron. <laughs> 